0: Flushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Welcome, everyone, to the Gallant View. We Are The Rangers podcast. We'll be uh, having a look at uh, last night's game in in a wee bit detail, but uh, before we crack on with that, uh, I'm just going to... Acknowledge Just as some sad news for the Rangers family today, with the passing of Jimmy Miller, who uh, is kind of very on the very edge of my consciousness as a as a Ranger supporter. So I I'm just conscious that he was his name was on the records, the 45s that we used to have in the house and play. But I know from you know early doors going in uh, supporters buses, some of the older guys, as as I called them then, uh, would sing the songs, and and one of them was you know fearless Jimmy Miller, the Rangers number nine, so uh, he was in 12 years a Rangers player, you know, particularly the early 60s to mid-60s trophy-laden time for Rangers when we had uh, a a fantastic team. We had... uh, Underachieved, I would say that that team in terms of uh, the, the qualification for Europe, which we managed a few years because we we got to the, f- the first British club to get to a European final against Fientine in 61, but we had a few flirtations with the European Cup, and at that time, you know, the the forward line brand Miller and Wilson, we our very own BMW, where we should have been doing a wee bit better than than we did. But uh, Jimmy and Miller, I know from people that I've been to Ibrooks with. It was very highly rated, you know, a very high, very strong, I mean, very physical. Didn't take any nonsense. And in the 12 years, he, he scored 162 goals in 317 games. He had in that time, a particularly early 60s, three league titles, five Scottish Cups, three league cups. And he even managed to, to squeeze in two years national service. And he's twelve years with Rangers, so Jimmy has uh, passed away today. And I know we lost Davy Wilson, one of the other uh, legs of the BMW. So it's a sad time for the Rangers fans. And we can only, from the gallant few, just pass on your condolences to uh, to Jimmy's family. Uh, he is in their hall of fame. Famed. He is a uh, he is a proper Rangers legend, Jimmy Miller. Uh, I I was only aware of him one time at Ibrox when someone pointed him out to me but uh, that was from afar. I never actually spoke to the guy himself. But I I was aware of uh, who he was. You know, in in our history, he's one of the the stalwarts. He's in the Hall of Fame. But so without further ado, we'll just uh, crack on to the highlights such as they are of last night's game. So coming to yourself, Colin, the the team that I had uh, spouted out when we were last on in Sunday, didn't quite come to pass. I only get six out of the 11. But what did you think of our starting 11? Because on, on paper, you would have thought Gio was uh, quite positive with the, with the team that he set out with.
3: I was actually surprised um, we didn't see more rotation, I'll be honest, and I can kind of see why I can see both arguments. On one hand, the probably the show of thought that I was warming towards is are some players in there that look as if they need a break. And if you can arrest uh your players against Dundee at home, what fucking chance have you got? Um the likes of Adam Devine, Charlie McCann maybe coming in for one strum and tavernier who probably the notable ones, uh Knox. On the other hand, I can I can totally see the rationale behind Rangers are shit out of form and we probably need a certain group of players to really begin clicking together, um, particularly Leon King and uh you know getting embedded into playing with James Tavernier and in that centre half role. Although if that was the case, I suppose Ben Davies would have been in. But um I have probably surprised more than anything that we've seen the Lisa on some Davis. Um I would have played Morelos uh, for. I thought that was coming, and Joe Latchett's a form striker. This was a chance for Morelos to play himself back in, but he, he didn't take it. For so overall, surprised at the draw way, the strength of the, the team on paper. Mason, coming to yourself, I know you uh, you made a comment today about
2: uh, the midfield, and I would have thought this might have been an opportunity for Gio to get a. Uh, James Sands into midfield to see what he's he's got because he played him in central defence and, and and possibly is his best position. But I think he's he was brought to Rangers as more of a midfield player who who can fill in in central defence. I thought uh, I don't think her, as, you, as you pointed out, I don't think our midfield was firing last night. Would you have liked to see him give Sands a crack in there maybe instead of Davis? Would
4: yeah, yeah, in an ideal world, I think Sands uh, would have played in midfield. I think, you know, we spoke about it a lot, a lot recently about Sands playing, at, you know, in a back two. It just doesn't work. I think when he was playing in America, he was playing predominantly in, in a back three. Um, but I, I see Sands coming in as a sort of a long-term Glenn Kamara replacement whenever I was watching, you know, videos of Sands and, you know, playing in that sort of holding role, very similar to Kamara in terms of he's good on the ball but, Um both feet and, and, and we always assumed that Kamara was going to be going to be leaving. So but the problem we got though, Davey, is we, we, we've got no one else to play centre half. And, you know, uh, I agree with Colin there, with Ben Davis sort of being rested and, you know, we alluded to, to wrapping him up in um, cotton Wall because if he gets injured, we, we really, are, really are in trouble. So that's probably why uh, James Sanders played centre half last night. But yeah, the midfield for us is, is a, a real worry. And the problem Gio's got, he can't change it that much because we just don't have... The numbers, we don't have the quality. Um, it goes back from you know years on years of, of, of poor recruitment in, in that area. I see I see a stat today that, that, that gets thrown around a lot about Morris Edu being the last you know proper central midfielder we spent uh, more than six hundred grand on, I think, which was something what we paid for 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 uh Doherty from, from Hamilton, um, which is just absolutely incredible. I mean Carlos pena I wouldn't really count him as a central midfielder, he was more of a you know of a number 10 attacking midfield. Uh, when he weren't having a drink. But it, it's it's a real, real, you know, worrying worrying state we're in, you know, and, and listening to John Lundstrom's uh, interview on YouTube today um, saying that he's been carrying a knock, uh, an ankle injury, over the last few weeks. It just... And then Gio goes and plays him and Tavernier last night. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's not good and, and, and I can't really see that midfield. There's nothing I can suggest that, that makes it any better, to be honest.
2: Yeah, Davey, our foreign correspondent. The... The kickoff last night. I thought you know we we seemed okay, but was and we got the goal in nine minutes. And and I'm sitting in the club deck thinking we should be good for a few here, but it didn't quite turn out that way. Would what was your take? on, you know how the start that we made and and how we kind of pushed on from there. Because I thought we kind of the energy was the, the pace at which we we moved the ball was was a bit disappointing. We just the first half. I got to half time and I was thinking, God, I hope things improve in the second half. And if unbelievably, I thought they get worse. Well, what's your view on the, our start, to the, our first half performance in general?
3: You're on mute, Davey. Baby, that scummer scramble for last night. You know you might talk about it.
5: Yeah, I did not think him would want to hear me. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> I hope,
2: you, I hope you've got all the expletives out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: that, that's what it was. Um, no, before we, we scored the goal, they had a really good chance as well. The the, the boy at the back post headed it across the goal, and luckily it just went over the bar. But uh, yeah, then we we sort of looked quite lively at the, in, in the, the first, of the beginning. Uh, Wright had a couple of good moves, and it was a good move by, by, by Lundström to Wright that, that caused the goal. Lundström, instead of putting the ball across to uh, Yelmaz directly, which normally happens, he actually went one forward and put it to right, which gave Wright far more time and room before the, the back could close him down, and that's uh, the, Wright took the guy on. Put it into Tillman. Tillman flicked it past uh, the, the and Kerr, I think it was called. He should have put it, he should have punted it with his left foot, but he didn't. He chose to touch it with his right foot, which which just gave the uh, the ball uh, right to get back into him to have a shot. And who was waiting? The oldest man in the park, Steve Davis, to get in there and head the ball into the net. So it started off quite good. And just what you said, we're all thinking, oh, this is going to be a great great evening tonight. We're going to to run in about five or six here. And then just not long after that, Morelos had a a chance that he should have scored. Uh, So, I mean, we should have been well up at half-time, at least two up at half-time. And, yeah, Uh, we'll we'll carry on, I think, with with what we thought the the game after that. But but the, the first half, we had two good chances that should have been put away. And I think Tillman had a good chance, a reasonable chance as well. So the first half was sort of a, it was, I mean, it was boring. It was still boring, but there was a wee bit of life in the in the dog. Well, to be perfectly honest, my
2: my own impression of it was that it was all very pedestrian, and it was we just weren't doing it with enough energy, enough pace. You know, there's there was it's kind of low risk football almost. So. And in that, you know, Colin, we got to, we get to halftime. What does what does Gio's team talk sound like? What what does he say to those guys? And you know, you are doing okay, or or you know, come to the same lads, or bring it up a bit because it certainly didn't happen at the start of the second half because there was uh, I, I would have been putting them out there with a rocket up their backside, saying you have got ten minutes to improve things, or or changes will be made. But the second half, in fact, was worse than the first half. Is I think from about fifty-five minutes to about eight, almost eighty minutes. I, I I think it was uh, it was like walking football, you know. It was.
5: Uh,
3: ah, yeah. you uh, it's the rocker up there. It's as if they slipped a few volumes in the wicket at half time, man. Because it's I, I agree with Davy T there. That's the first half wasn't actually that bad. I think. Um, I think when we look back at it workers well, looking at the game as a collective, and as a collective, you feel like that's the worst game of football you've seen in a long time. And for both teams as well, because even even though Rangers were really pedestrian, particularly in the second half, Dundee never looked like dangerous. And it was just you're really waiting for 90 minutes to go. It was so boring. But um in the first half, going at half time, my, my feeling was Rangers look as if they're playing in first gear. They choose to need to up any second, whereas in the second half, I didn't see how they could up another gear. You know that whole will versus skill thing. Um, that was the difference of the two halves uh, for me. Um, I think with Gio's Gio's reaction after the game, he was really unhappy. And Gio never really shows that much emotion. He's never he's never that up not down. But he was he was visibly unhappy, and his mannerisms and and in the words he was using so i i do think he's he set the expectations out at halftime and the players have been delivered and again like i know in the last few weeks i have been probably leaning more towards the players need to take accountability to van broden cross taking accountability i think the fall lies in both last night The players lacked so much urgency in the second half and the lack of imagination was frightening uh, for the most part. But at the same time, Geo has to recognise that and change that and have a bit of belief in the players in the squad. Um, I think it did start to change when we seen Arfield, McCann and Roof come on. Nothing too fascinating happened, but we looked a bit more quicker. Um, It should have been changed far earlier in in the second half for me.
5: Colin Davies, sorry, can I just jump in there? Um, yeah. Geo, Geo said it was only the last half hour that was bad. So he, he, he thought the first the, the first part of the second half was good. I, I don't know where he got that from, but certainly wasn't good enough. I, I put on the 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 the, uh, the WhatsApp uh, group. I put on, great, we found a, a, a remedy for insomnia. No, and that's what it is. I mean, it, it's just, it puts people to sleep. It really does. Well, Mason can
2: testify to that, I can assure you. So <laughs> Mason, on, on the couple of the players in particular, you know, and I'm going to pick out uh, Fashion Sakala and, and Scott Wright because they did see quite a bit of the ball. And, you know, so the, in terms of possession, they saw quite a bit, but we, uh, there was absolutely no cutting edge whatsoever. I mean, how much time do we give these guys before we just say, you know, enough?
4: Well, hopefully January, uh, daily, To be to be brutally honest, I think I think there's been a, a lot of cries, including myself, for for fashion Sokala to play to play more games. And and I actually think the uh, the game last week at Ibrox, he played really well. And then even first half against Liverpool, he beat um, to miscast a couple of times, and you thought. You know we need to get the ball out there but then you know last night against dundee he just he couldn't he can't cross you know he hardly beat his man he, to be honest he, he's lucky to, to not be sent off any and probably just through sheer uh frustration and then you know scott Rat's the same you know does the, the first bit all right and then when when we need someone to actually create something or you know gets a goal you know he's just he's just they just mulls off it and um yeah, I'd, I'd you know how much how much money we're going to get in January and how many players realistically we, can we buy. So it's a very tough window. But you know, if, if I was in Geo shoes, I'd be looking to to move both on and bring in two new players. But I just I think you know, brutally honest, I don't think both are, are good enough for us.
2: Dave, you know, being with uh, with Fashion Sicala and Scott Wright pro- providing you know such little service, Alfredo was uh, was in the middle. You know, kind of ploughing a lone for most of the game. He did have one shot which he possibly we got in target, but he possibly should have uh, should have buried it in the first half. But in terms of the service that he was being provided, it was a uh, pretty uh, poor stuff for for Alfredo. So, what was your your overall assessment of Alfredo's performance? Because I think my own view was that kind of the longer that went on. The less interested he seemed to become, mm-hmm. you know, to the point where you know, and then when he trotted off the pitch, he was, you know, his petted lip. He was just about tripping over it when he when he trotted off to to make way for
5: for the substitution. Yeah, well, he was shaking his head, wasn't he, when he when he took off. My my whole opinion of it, and people that have been listening to the show know I'm a a Morales fan. I really like him. I think he's a great a great player, but. Let's be honest. This is not the Marellis that, that was here two years ago, three years ago. It's a, a different kettle of fish now. He's, he doesn't look interested. He doesn't look fit. Still doesn't look fit. Um, and let's face it, he's, he's goal scoring over. Even if he take his goal scoring over, there in Europe it's been brilliant, but in the the, the 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 Scottish game it's not really been that great. I, I mean, Cholak like is certainly far more deadly. Uh, up to now, anyway. I mean, I can't say what it's going to be next year, but uh, I mean, I, I think uh, Morelos has certainly fell down the second uh, choice, and if Roof comes back the way he's he's, he's he can, then I even see Morelos dropping down to third place. That's uh, that's the way it is with them. And but every, but the the thing is, I mean, we're, we're all saying that it's, it's, it's Collins calls as the players. But if, if the players are not performing and it's the manager that's that eventually takes the the, the drop for it because the manager's the one that picks them, uh, to go to go into the, 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 the players playing with uh, injuries, and, and listen, you're your own boss. If you think you're injured, you're too injured to play, you shouldn't be playing. It's as simple as that. If you think you're risking a bigger injury, you shouldn't be playing, and that's not the manager's decision. That's your decision. And if you're letting down the team because you 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 you're playing with an injury, then it becomes the manager's problem because then you're obviously not performing to the way you should be. But I, I just don't get that. Yeah, he's playing with an injury. It's it's uh, the manager's fault. No, it's your own fault. You shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You so you mentioned uh, Kemal Roof.
2: And it's the first time we've saw Kemal Roof in a long time. I think possibly the Europa League final was was his last uh, outing. Uh, and and when he came on, he had some nice touches. But in in terms of the con, in terms of the positives, I would have to say I would give pass marks to uh, Turk, which is Yilmaz. So I thought he uh, certainly looks like he. His intention, you know, he's quite positive, you know, and he's looking to play forward, which, uh, I mean, in terms of playing Dundee, he, he should be doing that. But I thought he he played quite well and he can. Uh, he's quite pacey, sipping about. He's, uh, he's got a lovely, technically very good, I thought. So, I mean, were there any other positives apart from, I mean, what's your own view of of Yilmaz and, and, and Kemar Roo, for that matter?
3: Which is on Yilmaz first. It was refreshing just to see his first instinct as forward. Um, there was a couple of times where, um, I'll be honest, the, the ball didn't quite work out and it was unlucky with maybe some through balls that he was trying, but it was nice to see him attempt it. Um, it really was um, to to take the gamble, to take the chance, to, to try and have that killer pass, and it was unlucky with his attempting goal. I would caveat that with there's a lot of pressure going on the Yilmaz because we're playing poor. And we are shit out of form across the field team. But out of every position, the left-back is probably the least of our worries. So I think a lot of people are saying because we've got another €5 million left-back, that if we put him in, everything's going to be sorted. But that doesn't change the midfield or the wing play or the centre-half. So I just want to caveat, I don't want to put too much pressure on Yilmaz, um, But I, he done himself no harm in, in challenging Barisic. On came out. Of Roof um, delighted to see him back, and uh, I'm, I'm tormented inside. I don't know. I don't want to get too excited because on his day, Roof is Roof or are like our technically best players. Roof's a fantastic player, and we miss him so much. Um, he can play up front. He's he's good behind the striker out in the right. Just think. How many issues have we had with our Wingers this season? Kmart Roof fitting firing takes takes our right right wing spot straight away. Um all that excitement is just brought down the earth with the fact that he's just back for injury, is injury prone. How long are we gonna how long is he gonna last? Um I don't want to be heartbroken again, David Um he's you know, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. That's what Kmart Roof has done to me. Um he's He's both the sin, sin and me. But I'm they are the the two big men positive seeing him back. I'm going to Mason sorry, sorry, Colin. For no, sorry. Just the very last one. I know I'll be in the minority here and I've been in a while with Scott Wright. I thought he was decent in the first half. And in the second half, he wasn't any worse than any of the other front six. But I think Scott Wright and Yelmaz could like if they get regular game time, that could potentially turn into uh, a partnership that we they, we play at home. with well. in I think when Yilmaz, particularly in the first half, he he brought the best out of Scott Wright in the first half. Mm. Second half, I felt his Scott Wright was pushed, but that's maybe half a positive.
2: I would say in terms of commitment, uh, I wouldn't fault Scott Wright nor Fashion Sakala because uh, they, they both uh, were. It was, it was effort is is in there. I just. It's just the end product, which uh, isn't always of the best quality. But I think that that overall, that kind of overall confidence of the team is reflected, or possibly in those two players. They just look like they just first things first. Don't make a mistake, so they're not playing. You know, kind of relaxed. It's all two tens because they know they're, uh, things are sweetness and light at the moment, and that was that. That was the atmosphere in the stadium last night. Was I mean you, you were there yourself, so but so, so the goal in nine minutes kind of took the edge off it. But I thought there was uh, and and the longer the first half went on, you know, the on the for fuck's sake, Tav moments, you know, started taking an of increase in regularity. So there was the, the patience was kind of running down. By the time we got to the second half, I would say there was a kind of fifteen minutes grace at the start of the second half. But certainly the the second the latter end of the second half uh, patience was was wearing thin, and and by the time the subs came on Mason, in terms of the other substitutions you know we saw Arfield come on we saw Charlie McCann come on, what was your overall co- uh, view of their contribution because I think it went up a notch, well maybe half a notch, but uh, a Kemar Roof as as Colin's pointed out I thought. So showed some nice touches, you know, after being out for such a long time. He showed some nice, and, and you know, closing down uh, and, and and getting chances, you know, having strikes and go. I think he had more than 17 minutes in than Alfredo March managed in the first 73. So, what was your own view that
4: the subs? I thought, I thought, uh, uh, Ruth definitely looked look sharp. I didn't expect him to look as sharp as he did when he come on. But again, I think sometimes we can, we can, you know, there's a difference between looking sharp and then showing the right attitude. I think Ruth had that. I think Arthur always has that when he when he plays for us. Um, I was a little bit disappointed with Charlie McCann last night, but he come on. I think it's, it's a tough one because the team's not not playing well, and he's only a youngster. But he gave the ball away a couple of times last night, and he didn't get his feet sorted out quickly enough. And and again, the crowd was was getting on the team's back. It was a, it was tense, you know, moments. So I won't sort of play on on that too much, as I said. He, he's he's still a young a young boy, but this is this is the opportunity for players like that. If you come in on against Dundee with twenty minutes to go, you know that that's where you have got to come on and make a statement to to get a starting um, jersey jersey on Saturday. But um, but yeah, I, I agree with Colin. It'll be interesting to see what what uh, Gio does in terms of Kamal Roof though, because he's not going to play him as number nine, because obviously. We've got one person in form at the minute in the whole squad, and that's Cholak. So um, he's not going to come and, uh, and get Cholak's shirt. But but it'd be interesting to see what Gio does in terms of putting him out on the right because Gerard, when Roof played there under Gerard, it was more of a number ten in, inside. It wasn't uh, hugging the touchline. Our wingers last night were both the whole game. Sicario and Wright was was very much hugging the touchline. Roof can't play like that. Roof doesn't have the pace to go on the outside. So I'll be interested to see if Gio does change it. Um, again, we're going to have to pick Bruce uh, game time because he can't play three games a week. A lot like Arfield, a lot like Davis, even Lundstrom at the minute, he's, he's looking like he's struggling with three games a week. So, for me, it's a, it's a case of, you know, picking the game time. If we can get Kamaru, can build the minutes up and then play him, play him off the right, that, that might solve, solve our problem going into the you know the World Cup. But, yeah, the, the, the midfield, is, as, we, as we alluded to earlier, um, it, it, creativity-wise, it's, it's, it's a real, real worry.
2: One of the uh, concerns I had from last night was uh, was Malik Tillman, who I, you know, technically is a superb player. But I would have thought against, you know, Dundee, this would have been a, a good opportunity for him, you know, because he's got fashion on one side, he's got Scott Wright on the other, he's got Alfredo through the middle. This is the very time that this guy who should be picking out passes, threading things through, you know, to get these type particularly, you know, the runners wide and, and Alfredo, who's got a good touch in the box, I'd have thought, you know, he'd have been feeding our forward line just a wee bit more than than we saw last night. It, was, it just didn't seem that energetic. I mean, one of the wee indicators, and I know this is probably nonsense, but we uh, we only actually committed four fouls last night, despite picking up two bookings, I have to say. But that, for me, is is just a wee telltale of the energy and the commitment that which which we applied, you know, because we should be uh moving the moving about at a far faster pace. And I would I, I thought, you know, a, a higher foul count would have indicated not that we're going to be dirty or anything, you know, and, and but a bit more aggressive, you know, with with some passion in there. And uh, we just didn't show it. And it was all just very pedestrian and and the the whole thing got you know, petered out, and and at the end of the game, Colin and you, I'll come back to yourself, you know. So on the, you know, having dured it out for the ninety plus three minutes, I'm sat there, you know, a blessed relief when Willie Collin blows the final whistle. But then we had a uh, we had some boos in the stadium, which uh, Geo then acknowledged later on. Do you think the Rangers fans were, uh, you know, okay to boo the team coming off after a a, a you know, a quarter cup quarter final, and I've managed to win the tie, albeit it wasn't glory stuff. But is it just a wee uh, sign that you no know, patience is running out?
3: Patience is really fast running out. Um, I'll be honest. I'm not going to. I'm not going to play the staunch or that or try and get Union Bear points. I'm no one for putting my um, Rangers team I think I've seen a lot worse Rangers teams than this, and I've seen a lot worse results as we've all spoken about. Um, it's not burn isn't it for me but I can understand why people were wanting to air their frustrations um, in that way um, and it really wasn't surprising um, we all know that the atmosphere not just the idols but in kind of the Rangers fan base at the moment is on a knife hedging but it feels as if we are waiting for something to, something bad to happen um, just seen uh, Teddy Bear posted there It's it wasn't just that. It is the as a build up a build up a recent results and recent performances where the fans um, it wasn't just about that performance in isolation, but and this is where we need to try and take off take out the emotion of it, which is very hard to do with a football team. Um in the group chat, quite a few of us have said we'll take one nils, um shite one nils from now until the World Cup if it means um we we pick up the points and domestically we get to where we need to be. Last night is a reality. of will one nils, I'm afraid it's not pretty. Um I'm pretty sure it was Chris Hampton who mentioned that, and he did say it won't be pretty, but that's what that's what we
2: Dave, coming on to your cell again, the Giovanni, we've got five league games left. Before the World Cup, two mm-hmm. home three, three home two aways, uh, <clears throat> and we've got the two Champions League ties to, but to just depart the empty one side. You know that what sort of uh, results in the league uh, keeps Geo in a job? Do you think? I mean, he will come under pressure if we have any slip-ups. If we go any further behind, where do you think we are during that World Cup break? Is it panic stations or is it just reset?
5: I think at this this moment, I don't think uh, Rangers will want to spend the money and replacing a new manager because they'll obviously have a big payout to give uh, Gio. Um, I, I think, I mean, we talked you talked about the players looking lackadaisical. And looking, I just don't think, I mean, I've said it week in, week out. I just don't think they understand what Gio's trying to do. I don't think they like his methods of football. Who, who does like it? Would you like to go out on a Saturday and just pass the ball back? I think they're getting drummed into them. The, the biggest thing is keep possession of the ball. And it, if you think back, it started off the very first weeks he moved in, he, moved, he stopped having ear going forward. And the, biggest, the, the, the biggest thing was don't lose a goal. And that's just went on and on and on. I think the fear of them losing a goal has got far bigger than them trying to uh, play good football, trying to score goals themselves. They're just so frightened to pass the ball forward. And I, I mean, we're saying the almost, he 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 tried a few times. Uh, I, I, he just wasn't playing Gio's, uh way of football yesterday, and I think that's probably been the problem. He's not getting into the park because he, he he was attacking too much for for me. But I think I mean, I I like him attacking that much, but I don't think he'll geo like that. So I don't I don't see much hope from getting in in front of Baris in the near future. And it's just a shame, but for me the whole thing is that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst got this philosophy. This is how I play football, and this is uh this is the way we're going to keep going. And I don't think the players understand it. I don't think they they they, they want to play it. And that that's the uh, the way. And then throw in that you've not got a midfield. You've got a midfield that's as slow as cart horses. Uh, I mean, sorry, Stevie Davis played good yesterday. Maybe man of the match, but. Uh, depending on a 37-year-old in the midfield. and um, John Lundstrom, now everybody here knows my my thoughts on that. I a lot more people are coming round now to the way I'm thinking, that he's just too slow. Uh, maybe even in a few weeks, I'll get Colin to, to come over to my side of the fence. Oh, not a fucking <laughs> chance. Well, can but, can yeah, I just, can yeah, I
3: just um, mention um, something, like um yeah. like, I totally take Davy's points about...
0: and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Borough purchase at borough.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com slash ACAST.
3: Obviously, I certain, if there's a lack of communication or no right communication about um, how Gio wants to set up, I think there is maybe a breakdown there. But I don't think it's as easy as that. I think, I think we're letting the players off scot-free with doing that. And the reason being, see so you are big influential characters, this isn't the first time we've seen them do that over the last three or four years. This team, this group of core players, go through cycles where they do reach highs. And for whatever reason, they it seems as if they become complacent. And then once complacency is kicked in, they've recognised it. They lack the confidence to play themselves out here. If this was the first time it happened, I'd be totally on board, Davey. But we've seen it under Gerard two, three times. We've seen it under Geo uh, last um last winter, we're seeing it under Geo new post Seville. Um and that's why I do think we will eventually put ourselves out of it. But this has to be the last cycle that this happens well, which is we feel sorry for ourselves weeks upon weeks. And that's why that's probably where my frustration with the players are coming from because we've seen it time and time again with everyone in them. I mean, there's
2: there's an element of self fulfilling prophecy here, isn't there? Because if we're if they're not comfortable with a system which Geo is asking them to play, you know, and, and it's not coming off, it's, it seems you know falling short in terms of where we want to be, and then the the confidence of the players drops as a result of that you know, you're in a spiral of decline. There's, there's something needs to be done to, to arrest that in, in terms of, well, it can only be change of the players, change the manager, change the formation, you know, so there's there's probably a bit of, well, the easiest one is, is change the formation. I, I'm surprised that, you know, someone of Gio's experience, Mason, coming on to yourself, you know, someone of Gio's, Giovanni's experience and, and, and continuing to, uh, you know, play the, the possession game, you know, and, you know, when it's forty passes to get up the pitch, and and you know we get the result which we got last night, and more worryingly the performance we got last night, how long does he pursue this before it's uh, you know the crosshair appears on his forehead?
4: I, to be honest, we we spoke about it obviously on Sunday night's show, and yeah. I think this 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 just seemed inevitable where this is going, and and I, I hope I hope Colin's right, I hope it is that, and I agree with him in terms of that cycle with these players. But that's where the bald Geo, you know, Wilson should have recognized that the summer. Let's not forget how good Seville was. And it was, it was unbelievable. We had the run, the, the, the day there, you know, the result obviously didn't go away. But we didn't win the league last season. And, 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 and again, I think a lot of Seville kind of stopped supporters, you know, but he would have been on a lot of trouble if we'd have gone out, say, the quarterfinal. Um, you know, I, again, we won the Scottish Cup, but there were performances in the league that, that, that I think back to now where alarm bells were ringing. I think back to Patodri after Gio had the team in for, for three weeks during uh, winter break and we'd come out there and we was just absolutely terrible. Um, yeah. You know, the performance at Ross County, uh, they, they, you know, Motherwell 2-0 after 20 minutes and then draw 2 all. This isn't just us you know, with the, the Tonkins that we took in the Champions League and the performances this season, this has been going on since Gio pretty much come in, come in the door. And the worry for me, the biggest worry for me is we're, we're, we're not even a quarter in, into the season and our players look absolutely knackered at 60 minutes. Even last night against a team from a league below, 20 minutes to go, if anyone's scoring, it looks like it's going to be Dundee. That is really, really worrying. Again, I know we made a few changes, but we've gone from... You know, we 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 we've all had our say on Gerard and and, and the way it was going on Gerard. As I say. I've said it many a times. When he left, I, f- I felt it was the right time. But one thing I will say on the Gerard and the coaching team, we always look fit. You know, we always look we look sharp. You know, we had three games a week, and there was very little points when any supporter might say about the quality. They'd never say we don't look fit. But but under, under Gio, we've had one pre season. We've gone from probably the fittest team in, in the country to looking at it now, nowhere near the top. Um, so so you know, I, I'm looking more. You know, to come back to the original point, tactics, I still don't know what you're trying to do, David. I mean, we, we talk about the slow, lef- lethargic passing, you know, going backwards. Surely he's not telling, you know, Yulmaz and, you know, he's about Barisic and Tavernier. Oh, let's just keep passing back. Midfield keep... That, that can't be right. So there is a miscommunication here between the coaching staff, Gio, and the players. And when that happens... It, it, for me, it can only see in way. I can't see it changing overnight and us suddenly going on and, and being a team that's going to get after teams and scoring a goal and then going again. Because I just don't think, you know, it, it's in the coaching team or Gio. I, I, I just, yeah, as I said, I'm I'm not I'm not confident about...
2: Listen, after the game last... I was in the club with the guys after the game last night. One of my comments, actually, was my observations was, Dundee, you were playing a championship team and they looked fitter than we did at the end. And I just thought, you know, what what's the story there? They should That should not be the case. Well, they, you know, they obviously they're one nil down, so they're they're putting a wee bit more energy into it. But we should never be, uh, we should be, you know, playing at any team who's going to be, you know, fitter than we are or, or outrunning us at the end of the game, particularly, you know, from the division below. And I thought that was a wee bit concerning because when it got to about, you know, 83, 84 minutes, I'm thinking it's just... This is just going to. There's a danger here that they'll pop one in, and then we're then we're all in here for another half hour, you know, and <laughs> held prisoner for another thirty minutes. Uh, but, I was, but they were obviously going for it at that time, so I was kind of making allowances for that. But there was a wee concern in my head that we, Sunday, didn't, just, we didn't we didn't fit as Sunday they did. Sunday was
4: the same. Sunday was the same, David. You know, once I know they scored their free kick, they had their tails up. We we looked done. You know, we, we're holding on. There was one thing I noticed last night, Gio put show in a back in a back five. We went to a back five with ten minutes to go with a, a, you know, Dundee at home. You know, that, that's that's where we're at. I know we've took a few few Tonkins and, and maybe that, you know, maybe that one against Liverpool at home last week, that's maybe there's no recovering from that because okay, we've got the result and again you've got that's the main thing, but the performances maybe maybe that, that that you know damage is already done. I,
3: see, I, think I just point out a comment, um, if you call broadly, um, it, it's a really interesting one. And I know Graham Campbell's been um, saying some stuff in the in the chat as well uh, along these lines. If we don't get that shocking red card, East Road, we'll we level level on top at points. And I know that same um, if my auntie had boys, then she's whatever. Um, but. We're two points behind Celtic and going back to this cycle, which regardless who the manager is, right, if fucking I, I don't know, Gerard's about to get a sack because Villa two not and doing if he comes back tomorrow or if Dave Kine takes on takes on a role in the dugout, this player, this group of players have got to come back out of this cycle and we're gonna we're gonna go on a, a run at some point. We need something to kickstart it and then we'll go on a decent run. We've been the worst we've been in a fucking long time, and we're two points behind Celtic. Um, I think we need to. I think we need to remember that this isn't as if we're, we're nine points behind, and the league's already done in October. I know, I know. You, your level of optimism comes down to whether or not you see this team improving. But back to this self, self-fulfilling prophecy. This group of players are going to do the exact same thing when they start playing well. it's got to be really frustrating because you've got to say where the fuck's that been for the last six weeks. But I, I generally think, um, I, 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 Dave, I on Collins,
2: Dave, if you could mm-hmm. look at this, here's my my thought is that if you know we play Liverpool last week and there's a there's a vast gap in resources in terms of technical ability, of the players, and they pump us. Have we not got every right to say that you know between the difference in resources between Rangers and Championship Dundee, we should be doing the same to them? Is is that an unrealistic expectation that Rangers should be uh, should be pasting those to a, a team like that?
5: Well, if you're going to put the, the we should have been uh, we are losing to the big teams because of the money difference and it's other should be the other way about as well. But see this um, the Europa League. This were two points behind Celtic. They're all red Herms. We, we, since Geo's come in, we had seven points at a lead. He lost seven points at a lead within weeks. How what other manager in Rangers history has lost? What we've lost against Celtic 4 0, 3 0. I think a couple of times even 4 0 3 0. And 7-1 against Liverpool. What other man another manager in the in the past would never live for that? Dave, Davey White get, get lost his job because we could beat garnick I, I mean, and with other other, I can't remember who it was. Beric, I think, was another one that the the, the manager lost his job. Can't remember who it was then. But um, Scott Simon, Scott Simon, yeah. And look what he done with, with, to, to to Rangers at that time. And it, it's just unbelievable that, that 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 we're getting accepted. I mean, he's in a year. He's in a job a year now, and. Does, does anybody mm-hmm. think we're, we're getting better? Because if we're getting better, I don't see it. I just see it as going backwards. And get, it's, it's it's like Borna Barrage that's playing football at the moment. Going backwards, going backwards and I think it's just all from, and uh, and I I hate to say I, I told you because I knew, that, that's the way I, I said at the beginning that he won't be a good manager for us. And he went back, he even says today, he says, yeah, i done that at Manchin, uh, uh, Feyenoord as well. We lost uh, seven games behind each other, but I mean that's just—it's it's unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable. And as I say, the, the, these two points behind Celtic—see, uh, see if I'm at the top of a cliff and I'm two inches away from a a a, a, a hold in the in the wall, I'm going to fall. Uh, two, the two points is it's just a red herring. It's uh, because the way we appointed point just now, we are going to lose more points before Celtic are, and that's unfortunate. And see, just one more, point, just one more point, David. Sorry, I want to make we. You said we had four fouls yesterday and two bookings. Celtic had eleven fouls and no bookings. So I'll hit you that one as well.
2: Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I don't know what. Because they had uh, they also took two bookings and they had ten fills, so it seems that you know the, <laughs> the bar is, is far far lower for us than it is for them. But anyway, coming on to Saturday, right? So now that we've pointed out all the deficiencies, how do we fix it? How do we? We've got Livingston, and guess what's going to happen on Saturday? It's a hell surprise because Livy are going to come to the Ibrox on Saturday and line up, you know, on the eighteen yard line, and they're going to be hanging on. Grim death until the first goal pops in, maybe even the second. If Rangers can score the first two, the whole thing opens up a wee bit. But until then, what what team, what lineup are we going with on Saturday? Assuming that Kemar Roof is fit and available, would you be uh, willing to go with Kemar Roof, or is it just back to Big Tony goals?
3: Is that me? Sorry. What, what?
2: Yeah, Colin, we'll start with yourself. So Saturday, how do we? How do we? What does the healing begin?
3: So. Saturday, and again, I think this is all doing a difference uh, opinions, but Saturday, I think Gio's really set up with, with the team to dominate possession, absolutely, but these tactics rely on the creative players taking the opportunities to be brave at the right times, and I think that's, based on that, I'd be playing Ruth Vancho, like, Um See, even if we get 30 minutes um, out of Ruth for the start, play him out in the right and Cholak through the middle and we'll be we'll be too three 0 and up. Um I, I genuinely believe that and I know fucking asking like chillied at times but um Ruth's what we're lacking well we're, we're lacking that confidence and bravery on the right hand side. Um I'd, I think in terms of the aggression and the, the dynamism I think for the midfield we're only getting that for Scott Arfield right now. I hope he does not, I hope he doesn't rest him for Napoli on uh, on the and on, on Wednesday, because uh, Saturday's a far more important game than Napoli. I think we just need to accept where we are in Europe for this season. Um priority is the league So that's a big big changes I'd want to see. K my roof in for the start. And honestly, if we won't get to the first half of them, that'll be enough. Scott Arfield in the middle of the park.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you I think, I mean, it's, it's it's a strange day when we say that Rangers playing Livingston is a more important game than Rangers playing Napoli in the Champions ah. League. But I think you're probably right. So, Mason, coming on to yourself, what changes do we require to see on Saturday to uh, lift the whole thing up, get some energy into the team and get us f- scoring some goals?
4: We're best off letting someone else do the team talk, David, and I think the way it's going. But no, no, on, on a serious, I think... Um... I agree with, with Curry, Tony. You know that's that's the only hope I've got at the minute of us winning winning these games between now and to the World Cup is is, is giving Coach Cholak service because we've seen so far he's just been lethal and that is that is literally that you know that, that would be my game plan at the we weekend. Get the ball to him in the box and, and he'll win the game for us. So, um, but I agree with Colin in terms of our field. You you, you know Wednesday night Wednesday nights. You know I, w- I wouldn't even. Won't even worry about that at the minute. As I said, sat, three points Saturday is so important, and you know Livingston, as you said, David Livingston, are not going to change. They're going to come. They're going to have 11 men behind the ball. They're going to take a lot of confidence probably um, from Dundee. You know, coming to Ayr and, and it only being one nil, they're on a not a bad run themselves. So, um, you know, but in terms of looking at it and what changes we make, we, we've got so many injuries as well at the moment, which you know maybe we, we are a little bit, little bit harsh, you know, on the management in terms of. That, that can't be helped, but um, I, I'd love to see Roof start. I just, again, we've just got to be careful in terms of, uh, you know, if we go and play, we run him into the ground, Gio run him into the ground, you know, at the end of last season, so we, we need to manage his game time. But, you know, another one we haven't spoke about, you know, is Ryan Kent Ryan Kent going to come back in? I'm, I'm pretty sure he is, but that's the problem. Sakala and Wright for me, didn't do enough to, 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 to make that shirt their own. So, you know, you've got Matondo as well. It, it could be anyone's shirt. Um, and the midfield will probably pick itself, as you said. But, you know, as Colin already alluded to, it's got to be our field. And, and and you know, we're not getting enough from from our skipper at the minute. That that's a completely different debate. But you know, he'll stay he'll, he'll stay in there. But you know, again, I didn't think he looked right last night.
2: Dave, coming on to you. I mean, I, I think you make a good point in that. You know, it's it's only two points, but for uh, Antonio Cholak, I think we might be a few goals because it's it's really. Only Antonio Cholak that's been, you know, above average in terms of his and consistent in his performances. So if, if it hadn't been for uh, Cholak, you know, in the goals that he's scored, the points that he's won, is eventually uh, it may not be two points. And, I, and I'm thinking it, you know, we we can't sail to that close to the win this often because uh, eventually we will get caught. And I think they will as well because I don't think they're uh, they're not as we as we know. They're not uh, Guardiola's, you know, Barcelona side. So they, there's a they have struggled. You know, they struggled with, against Myrna, obviously, and and then St. John's, we, we know with their last gas. So there's, uh, I think, there's drop points in both teams. But we we're at the moment two behind. So Dave, what what do you, what does Gio say to them on Saturday on the on the way out to that pitch? What's is it? Give it to Borna to pass it back to Ben Davis, or or hmm. do we just have Yelmaz out there and let's go for it? Well, I hope, he, I
5: hope he's not talking double-dutch to them anyway because that's a, that's the way it looks up to now. But um, see, if, see, if I was a Livingston manager, I would be saying, we're not going to sit there with 10 men. We're going to go out and we're going to pressurise Rangers because I think Rangers would crap themselves if they got pressurised by, by a team. I mean, look, Dundee United, done it? And we're all, at the end, up, we're all over the place. And it's just what you were saying, uh, or Colin was saying, I can't remember, we just don't look fit. I think, see, if a team thinks now, if we get through the first half okay, we'll go for them in the second half and I'm really worried that a team does that because I'd prefer them now to sit back with 10 men and give us all the room because that's the only way we sort of managed to sneak a goal at some time but if a team come out and pressurise us, then I'm really worried about it because for a start, we've seen what the midfield is once we're pressurised they just don't they lose all the control of the game, and then then the ball doesn't come to the forward. So Cholak's going to be in, uh, if if a team does pressurises, Joe, it's going to be up there in his own, worrying about getting the ball, running about, and uh, no, that's that really worries me. And yeah, what what, did, what does Gio do? Well, I think we've always been saying get play me play me a double, put put Morales and Cholak and together. Or play uh uh Ruth and and uh Cholak because I mean Alfie's sort of a yeah, i am losing my patience with him a wee bit as well. But um so but Ruth try try something anyway. And I, I heard Lowry Lowry's coming back, he won't he obviously won't get the but somebody says he, we'll give him half an hour. The substitutes are coming, what is it, seventy seventy three minutes? The substitutes come on. They don't get even the, 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 the fresh players all get twenty minutes to, to change a game. Yeah, this, uh, uh, No, sorry. I just think before before we start climbing the tree again, it's going to need to be a new manager because this manager just isn't going to get us up the tree. Right.
2: No, I, I hear it's you, Baby. I'll i mean, That. In terms of that was me. I I kind of looking at it last night. I thought we don't look as fit as we we should be. You know, playing against a championship team in a cup tie in the last 10, 15 minutes they just seem to have more of a spring in their step than we do. Obviously, they're chasing the game, but we should be matching them all the way and exceeding them. But t- coming on to Saturday, my own thoughts in terms of uh, against Livy was I'd, I would be going with a back three and and getting Yilmaz on left and Tavernier on right and and as high up the pitch as we can possibly push them. Because you know that the Livingston are going to play with the the human battering ram up against, you know, your central defenders and, and, and pretty much trying to hold the ball up. Punt what they? Here's the game plan. They will punt it forward. They try and win free kicks. And from anywhere in within 60 yards of our box, they launch it. And that's it. That's it's a set play. So they will just, Rangers don't do that. We put the ball down, take a quick free kick. The teams who come to the Ibrox launch the ball into your 18-yard box from <laughs> as, as, as far as the ball could kick it they, they had uh, the, the lead guy doing the long throws last night from Dundee and every one of them was a full throw by the way but that's beside the point so you know what, what we're going to get from uh, Livingston so I would have Yelmaz on, Tavernier with, uh, with Roof on the right, Tony up front Brian Kent and maybe uh, in terms of the midfield it would be Lundström as a ball winner and Tillman, you know, is, is threading balls through. So I would be going ultra positive. There's uh, We're playing Livingston at Ibrox, for goodness sake, and I think uh, we should go out there with a swag and a confidence that should, because we don't look confident at the moment. And uh, I think Geo has to tell those guys that they are uh, world champions going out that tunnel on, on Saturday and, and deliver a performance that the Rangers fans can be... Uh, Christ, I dare say, proud of almost, because uh, last night's performance was uh, a bit of a concern. So, Colin, coming at yourself, what what, what do you expect to see on Saturday? What team selection, who do you want? I mean, in terms of players, who do you want to see on the pitch most of all? And in terms of the attitude that you expect to see? If you could also give us the prediction, and then we'll just uh, run around and, and get everyone's prediction. and i
3: um, Apart from the, the big ones I have said I I won Ruth in and then So sort of, I think the, the back five's got to be McGregor, Tavnier, King, David's and I'm no really too fast either way about Yelmaz or Barisic, um, I feel I'm in kind of two camps, whereas if we want to get a set old back five, back, keep Barisic in, he's no being our worst player. Actually, if we're being completely honest, he's been one of our better players. On the other hand, it'd be good. This, it'll be a good opportunity for Yilmaz to play as well. I'm no first either way. Um, John Lundgren will be in with Arfield and a A&R. and um, Right now, the a and whether it's Davis or Tillman or whoever, I'm not really interested in him. I'm waiting for John Lundstrom to be John Lundstrom and be that. It, Mason, you mentioned that YouTube video, eh, It was own Paddy Pun, but um podcast. It was a really good listen. That's what quite funny just listening to two-showsers talk, man. It's, it's a different language. But he keeps on speaking about the aggression and the mentality. But where the fuck is it, John? We know he has that in abundance. And the likes of him and Morelos um, and Tavernier, that's why I'm so frustrated when we get... We hold them at a higher standard because of are better. John Lunston's talking about this mentality. We need John Lunston to beat John them again. Um, and then on the left, fucking anyone in them Kent, Sakala, right. I don't know. Um, the dinner lady. I don't really care. They're all being pished. But um, we just need somebody to come in. And um, I think having Ruth in and feel that'll make a big difference. Um, prediction for me 3 0 Rangers. I'm going for.
2: Mason, what's the t- who? Who do you want to see, and and what's the score? Uh,
4: say, uh, Arfield. As I said, Arfield definitely will probably play. Can't yeah, Cholak, ch- Can we just have eleven trollatches out? That will do. Us. Um, <laughs> Number one. <I> don't <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to bring that one back. Um, yeah, Tilman. I'm not going to come on to Tilman again. The, the goal he scored at the weekend was was brilliant. As I said, he, he, he that that goal won won the game for us. I think at, at that point, but. He, didn't, he doesn't back it up. You know, he does something special. And then the next game after that, where you expect him to, to go and kick on, he goes back into his shell. And I don't know whether that's just his age and his inexperience. And it's tough. Listen, I know he's coming from Bayern Munich, but he, he's, he's he's not, you know, played a lot of games for Bayern Munich. He's all been in the youth. And you come to Ibrox and it's probably a little bit of a, a culture shock. And, and I've said from the start, we need to be patient. So I won't get too much of his back, but probably go with, with Tillman and Arfield. And, um, Look, to be honest with you, I'd love to see a performance where it can get us excited going into you know into the rest of the games. And, and be honest, I don't I don't think we're going to get it. I think it's going to be a really tough watch. I think Livingston are going to make it difficult for us. But as long as we win the game, you know that you know three points is the main thing. And I think it will be. I'm going to go. I'm going to be really really boring. I'm going to go one nil. I think Curry's just called it. And uh, yeah, we're going to be the first one to get a penalty through through VAR. So. Curry's calling it just just the outrage um, but I do genuinely seeing it being a 1-0 one, one t- two, 2 nil, 2-1 two I think it'll be a really tough game for us
2: Now Dave we might have to rely on you to, to uh, send in Dutch Geo the team talk that's going to put a rocket up their ass to get them out <laughs> there firing in all cylinders so the same question to yourself what players do you want to see and uh,
5: what do you think the score will be? Um. Well, virtually the same. Well, I think we'll go. Well, all agree now, McGregor and go. He's going to be and go. Um. Yeah. It's Tav. Tav says he's no carrying an injury. He says he's just washed his forum. Um, yeah. So uh, we've got to keep Tav, and because I don't, Devine, D- I don't know. I'm not. I've, I've seen him a few times, and I, I don't think he gives us what Tav can give us at the moment. Anyway. Um. No, then he, then you go with the King's got to be really in. Uh, I would go with Davies at the back because he's been a breath of fresh air since he came in. It's all the, all the best. Yeah, I'm a bit the same with Barisic. I, Barisic, I know um, Gio play Barisic. There's, a, I mean, I can, I can say I would quite like to see uh, Yilmaz, but he wouldn't be in it. It'll be, it'll be Barisic that will be in. Um, I'm really disappointed in Sakawa because. I was one that I was really angry. I was Chris said it this afternoon on the on the app that, um, that Sakala we, we really wanted him to play last week. We were angry when he wouldn't, and he, he played last night and he was absolutely terrible. He was he was he wasn't good at all. So yeah, I would still stick with Sakala because I think he's shown more than than Matondo has. And yeah, feel, I think has got to because he gives you a wee bit more going forward. Uh, Tillman can do things that other players can't do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't want Kent back in the team for the weekend. I don't know how we're going to. I just, what you said, roof out there, that's possibility, but I just don't think. What has Kent done this season? Absolutely, totally nothing. I mean, he did one that one curler into the the the, the corner of the net. And for the rest, he's absolutely done nothing. So I mean, even Wright done probably done more than the, the the good thirty minutes that he had, than than Kent's done all season. So, but who would I like out there? I, I think I would I would start with Matondo again, try try it and see if we can get some life into him, um, or play Barisic or play Barisic and play uh, play Yilmaz uh, further forward. Maybe that maybe that's an idea, but no. Perfectly, I would, I would. still like to go for. It. I would still like to try Morelos and uh, and Cholak together up front. And uh, yeah, change G- change the score. The score. I'll be quick with that. Um, I I still think we'll we beat we'll beat them now. We'll right. Well, thanks,
2: guys. I mean, my own view would be that whatever uh, wing, wingers we play. I would uh, just keep swapping them until we we make need to make sure our best moments this season come and when we get a good supply of balls to Antonio Cholak, and and we score goals. So whatever players he thinks best, I would I would be tend to go with Ryan Kent because I think uh, he he will come good. He will come good. You know, and I don't know what the whether it's a training pitch that was going to cure that or just a couple of goals, a decent performance. Just a, you're a great player. You know, but. I think we'll three uh, 0 on Saturday. I can't see, uh, look, maybe even three one because Leveque will carry a goal threat. If they have scored. Dave, yeah, sorry.
5: And two, and two good far referees. Hopefully, we get them. <laughs> and one other good news. One other good news from the continent: the Dutch are doing away with plastic pitches in the twenty-five twenty-six season. No Premier club can play plastic pitches, so hopefully we'll follow in that as well. Um, that will
2: we'll probably be uh, twenty thirty six before Scotland gets gets there. <laughs> be n- nuclear Armageddon will happen before we uh, the SPFL vote make that vote. But in terms of uh, Saturday, I would hope to see uh, Antonio Cholak supplied with a service that will uh, will do the boy justice. So let's uh, but Livingston. You know they've had some decent results. You know they're kind of very inconsistent. They've had a mixed bag. But uh, certainly previous years, you know, come to Iowocs, there's there's not going to be any huge surprises here. They'll come, they're going to uh, boot it up the park. Any ch- chance they get from set pieces, they lump it into the box. They'll have a, a centre forward and a centre half who are eight foot six in there trying to win it. Uh, it's just what they do. But I'm hoping that we need a bit of more energy, a bit more commitment, and, and Gio needs to, uh, for his own sake, if nothing else, then get a better performance out of the guys. Next Wednesday we'll will take care of itself. I think you know they'll uh, Napoli. I think it's, there's no pressure at all when we go to Naples next week. But we can worry about all of that on Sunday. So anyway, thanks guys for all of that, and uh, thank you for everyone who's left some comments and uh, enjoyed. Hopefully you've enjoyed the view. So until we do meet on Sunday, and we'll we'll do the aftermath, the post mortem of Livy and let's see how much of this nonsense actually came to pass. Uh, we'll see you all then so we are the people <laughs>